Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Hi, welcome to the Finding the Magic Book podcast. Today I'm highlighting my upcoming or I guess new release this week, January 20th, 2022, To Be a Fae Guardian. To Be a Fae Guardian is the second book in the Realm Chronicles series. It is a YA fantasy starring a character named Titania. And in the first book, To Be a Fae Queen, that's Realm Chronicles 1, Titania is a 15-year-old princess. She is the only heir to her father's throne. The only problem with that being there has never been a female monarch in the Fae realm. She has a lot of challenges in becoming queen, a lot of challenges to her rule, and her rule is a female character. And the first book really shows you all those challenges and explores some different enemies they have in their realm as well. The Fae live in Middle Earth and have these really cool maps. Um, Joe Michaels, who is also my editor and my formatter, she did these really cool maps for me. This is the Fae realm. It's in Middle Earth, which lies directly below our human realm or upper Earth. Middle Earth is called Middle Earth because it lies between upper Earth and lower earth. Lower earth is where purgatory and hell and all the dark souls, dark angels are housed and live. So the Fey realm was created as a buffer between those dark souls and the human realm. Supposedly the creator created the Fey to be protectors of the human realm. So the Fey's only mission is to protect the human realm from these dark soul and evil spirits and enemies that might invade and take over the human realm. As those protectors, they they take their job very seriously and they have each kingdom, there's nine kingdoms in the Fae realm. Each king trains an army so that there, when there are these enemies who try to come and take over either their realm to get to the human realm or come through their realm, then their goal is to stop those enemies. One of those enemies in the first book to be a fake queen are the Kobold. They are dragon-like creatures who can fly. And if you play Dungeons and Dragons, you might be a little bit familiar with them. But that is the main enemy or antagonist within the first book to be a fey queen. Titania has many challenges. Obviously, she has people that were once friends of her father that challenge her role, as well as the whole establishment of the fey realm because she's new. She's doing things differently, and 
people, the Fae, the other Fae, don't know how to deal with that. So it, the Fae, To Be a Fae Queen, is an action book. She has battles, and there are a couple of surprises as well. Her character is a special character among the Fae, and I'm not going to give too much away about that. It's just something fun to discover, but she does have some fun surprising traits that she's not really aware of what they are and doesn't really know how to use um, or tap into those traits yet. So to be in a to to be a Fae Guardian is the second book in the series, and that releases this week. At the end of To Be a Fae Queen, Titania makes a decision that isn't popular with everyone. And in To Be a Fae Guardian, she has to deal with the aftermath of that decision. And the High Court of the Fae Realm holds a trial. And I don't want to give too much away about this. Um, her role is once again in jeopardy. And this is a huge challenge because the souls of the lower earth might be some enemies that we've seen before. If you follow my kingdom journal series, you followed Sonia and her son Thanatos and his son Theron who the Trinity witches were battling in the Kingdom Journal series. So these dark, evil spirits come into play in the crossover series, this crossover series, Kingdom Journal series, The Realm Chronicles. So we have some of the characters overlapping. If you read my Kingdom of War, the finale to the Kingdom Journal series. You saw Titania make a cameo in that book. And in To Be a Fae Queen, the first book of the Realm Chronicle series, you see Hunter, who is one of the Trinity Witches, make a cameo in the book. So in this second book of the Realm Chronicle series, we might have some <laughs> new characters or old characters come back from the Kingdom Journal series. In addition, we have some new characters to the Realm Chronicles series. Titania has three cousins, Gatuka, Makani, and Isla, and they are her mother's sister's children. If you remember, her Titania's mother has not spoken for over three years, probably four years now, since Titania's brothers were killed in a battle with a couple. But she does, but she has, okay, I said she went. 100% not spoken. She usually doesn't speak, but every once in a while she'll come out with these odd premonitions. But really, that's the only she doesn't interact or communicate with people, except she say every once in a while she has these premonitions which she speaks out loud. So Titania's mother um, is sort of missing in action, but we hear these odd premonitions from her, and we suspect that maybe Titania gets some of her traits, special traits, form her mother's side of the family. So we see these three cousins, they come visit Titania and her mother decides, their mother, the cousin's mother decides, well, it would be great if these cousins could stay with you, Titania, and you could teach them how to be princesses and female princesses in the Fey realm. Titania is a little overwhelmed with this ask from her aunt but she wants to remain close to her family 
So she agrees to take care of this 15, 14, and 13-year-old cousins, and they cause some problems. They are a little reckless and spirited, I will say. They cause some problems for Titania and her quiet rule or her attempt to rule her kingdom quietly and without drama. We're going to see that unfold. Her mother has a new premonition in this story about some danger as well as some people who she might need to help her stop the danger. But the premonition is very vague and Titania interprets it in one way and we will see whether she interprets it correctly and whether she can fight the new enemy that the dark poles of the lower earth have created for her. That's to be a fey guardian in a nutshell. Titania is challenged again. Her rule is challenged again. She has some new enemies, but she also might gain some new friends. And a couple of alliances are gonna shift and to be a fey queen. Um, Foster was a major romance interest and he had some problems in the end. And then there was a new romance So we will see in To Be a Fake Guardian, if that romance continues or if that romance is going to be challenged as well. Um, Holden and Quinn were significant figures in To Be a Fake Queen, and they will be will continue to be significant figures in To Be a Fake Guardian. We'll just see where those roles take us. I don't I'm not going to give away any spoilers because that would ruin the fun. I've already been so excited by when you put a book out, it's really scary for an author to say, okay, how is my audience going to receive this book? But I'm really excited because I've already gotten some really great reviews, um, very similar to the reviews I got for Faye Queen, that everybody just feels immersed in this book. And that's how I feel when I write, I'm writing the book. I feel immersed in Titania's realm whether she's flying over the sea with her friends and guards or swooping down over the mountains and the forest and the plains, their world is much like the human realm, but they do not have computers or phones or technology, electricity. So they light candles and torches or light and they cook over fires and on wood burning stoves and they melt down metals, iron, and other things for weapons, and they make their own clothes, not with any electric um, factories or anything like that. So they live a very simple life that they do in their fey realm, and it's really fun for me to create those images for the readers to really be able to see what it's like. Um, Titania's Kingdom of Auburn lies over the eastern part of Australia. I can show you the map. So I do a lot of research on what the topography of the land might be there. There are dense jungles and then there are desert within the interior of the continent. And it really mirrors um, Eastern Australia. So I have a lot of fun doing that. This is their kingdom of Auburn. Um, Hillbrun, where Holden is from, is on the Western part of Australia. And the way that the Fae get back and forth between the human realm and Middle Earth, their realm as well as Lower Earth, is that they have these fairy rings 
So in Auburn, they have two rings, the Daintree ring, as well as the Muriel ring, one in the north and one in the south. And they, in the VFA Queen, you're introduced to the fact that there are these special stones, they're magic stones, basically, that there's 12 of them that have to be there and keep and control whether the rings are closed or open, which becomes a big deal and a big point of control for the Fae kings, as well as the high courts of the Fae, um, who want to be able to control who leaves and who doesn't, how long they're open. It's also a safety factor for the Fae, because if they close them, then nobody can get in, but also nobody can get out. So you have that come into play in this book as well. And I'm trying to like think of everything that you know I think is super fun about this book. We have a lot more about relationships. And I, I think I said there's some shifts in those. Um, my editor, um, also my formatter slash graphics person made this picture of the, showing the Fae Realm or the the universe uh, that we, I've created. So you have heaven, which is the plane up above everything, upper earth, which is our plane or our world, um, the fairy rings that connect the upper earth with lower earth, and then the fairy realm, which is middle earth, and then lower earth, which is shoal or purgatory or hell, where the dark souls live. That is, I don't know, I think I've already said this, and I've already said, I get nervous when I'm just talking to myself, but I'm really excited to be a Fae Guardian, releases January 20th, 2022. We have a great release price on that book, and to be a Fae Queen, the first book in the series is only, hold it upside down, is only 99 cents for January 20th through January 25th, so if you haven't started the series, this is a great time to start the series. I already have book three planned out and we'll start writing that next month. And I already have book four a little bit in my head as well. I haven't quite decided how long the series will be, at least a book four um, and maybe beyond. I'm thinking up some new things. I have a hard time letting go of my characters. That's why I think, um, I made it a crossover series so that I could integrate the characters from the Kingdom Journals. We have the Trinity Voices, Alina, Hunter, and Camille, as well as their heralds. We have DJ, Tyler, and Jude, if you remember from the Kingdom Journals series um, that started with Kingdom of Embers, Kingdom of Darkness, Kingdom of Honor, and Kingdom of War with the finale. And then in um, the prequel, Kingdom of the Damned, which is prequel to the Kingdom Journals series, we have Anne's story told, and Anne is Alina's mother, but I want to say it's not just Anne's story, it's also part of Sonia's story, and Sonia is the grandmother to Hunter and Theron. Theron, if you remember, Theron was one of the antagonist in the Kingdom Journal series. He is Hunter's half-brother. Their father is Thanatos, which was the leader of the witches and son of Sonia. And yeah, so we have those as an antagonist that might be coming back. And we, I love, I want to cross over these worlds and these characters. So I have a lot of ideas for doing that and fun in the future. But for this week, we are focused on Titania and to be a Fae Guardian. 
So if you have any questions, comments, just put them in the chat and I will get to those. Thank you for listening in and until next week. Oh, I have such a fun thing next week. Yes. So I already recorded this and I'm going to release it next week. But To Be a Fake Queen came out in audiobook in December. I don't know if you got that message. So the first in the Realm Chronicle series, To Be a Fake Queen, came out in the audiobook. It was narrated by Jillian Yetter and produced by the Audio Flow. So I just recorded a special podcast with Jacqueline Prosso from the Audio Flow and Jillian Yetter. And Jillian reads a portion of To Be a Fake Queen for us. And we get to listen to what that sounds like. And we get to hear about Jillian and her experience recording it. And Jacqueline and a little bit about why she chose to be a fake queen to produce. Um, So that's going to be tons of fun. I just feel like this whole January is like Realm Chronicles celebration. We get to celebrate my new release, the second book, To Be a Fake Guardian, as well as the production of the audiobook, To Be a Fake Queen. That's super fun. And Jillian um, will be coming back, yay, to produce the audiobook of To Be a Fake Guardian later this year. So continuing to produce audiobooks. If you love audiobooks and listening to audiobooks, then the Kingdom Journals, a complete series, is already an audiobook format. I had Amy Duchler, um record the first two that are female characters, and then Dan Delgado record the second two, which are the male characters' um, point of view. So those are super fun, and I'm really excited to have all this Realm Chronicles crossover series in that format as well. So until next week, go find To Be a Fae Guardian on Amazon, and Kindle Unlimited, To Be a Fae Queen is also on sale 99 cents, January 20th through 25th on Amazon, also on Kindle Unlimited. You can find my website at trishacopeland.com. You can find me on Goodreads, BookBub. I love um, TikTok as well as Instagram, Facebook, Trisha Copeland author. Thanks and keep finding the magic in books. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Trisha Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep finding the magic.